Let's just do one script that makes a lot of people a lot of money in 2020, and that is. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. You may notice a little different setting. Uh, this piece of content is going to be for brand new agents, it's gonna be for veteran agents that want to improve on four primary KPIs in working with buyers. So stop for a second. If you're working with buyers and you want better conversion, better experience, more sales, you're gonna to love today's show and my guest. So here's what we're gonna do. At the summit last August, I talked about five superpowers, five superpowers of the agent of the future specifically. So if you were with me, you remember this point because we weaved it throughout the entire four days together. Those five superpowers, in my opinion, are number one, modern marketing, which means marketing to people in a relevant way in the medium that matters most medium excuse me that matters most to them which then creates business development that's the same piece modern marketing and business development the simplest way to describe it is to attract your tribe and ultimately convert to make the money that you want that's the number one superpower number two is brand building and really what it's about is scaling trust scaling trust all I want for you is to be on the consideration set of more people that you don't know and absolutely on the consideration set for a referral or a direct transaction of the people that you know. So, you know, you've been watching the Tom Ferry Show. You've been listening to all my content. I've been talking about scaling trust over and over again. So we know that one. Number three is transferring your skills to your team. So yes, I'm making a bold statement that in the future, it's gonna be very hard to compete as a solo individual agent. Now, if you're sitting listening to this now and you're like, wait a minute, I'm solo. No, you're not. You have a mortgage person, you have a title person, you have a manager, everybody in real estate has a team. I'm arguing though, if you want to improve the experience for the consumer and be able to go on vacation, you gotta have a team, right? And your ability to transfer your wisdom, transfer your skills, your this is how I do it, is a massive superpower going forward. Number four is negotiation mastery, which we can talk about for days. But the reason I have Patrick Ferry here today is I wanna to talk about trusted advisor consultations versus sales pitches. Trusted advisor consultations versus sales pitches. So today, even though I've already given you the clue on who he is and you've seen him, if you're watching the video versus listening to the podcast, I wanna introduce you to a newer agent, four years in the business in San Diego, some would argue, Patrick, you are the most trained salesperson in all of real estate, even though you're only four years in the business, right? Just because of coaching and our family name and everything else. So super proud of you. Um, Patrick, you're crushing it today on four KPIs with buyers. And I know this is a very long introduction, so just bear That's with fine. me. Uh, four KPIs. So if you're listening right now, or you're watching, especially if you're in a training right now in your office, the four KPIs that he is working on, please write this down. Number one is increasing conversations to appointments with buyers, conversations to appointments with buyers. I want to talk to fewer people and get more appointments. Number two, increasing the number of consultations done at the office 
right? Versus at the house or Starbucks or, you know, over the phone. Increasing number of consultations at the office. Number three, reducing the number of showings to an offer. Love that. And number four, increasing offers written to offers accepted. That percentage, that ratio. So, Patrick. Yes. First of all, welcome to the show. That was a really long introduction. That was awesome. Thank good you. To, good to see you, yeah. my brother. So, uh, look, we could go for days on, on we, we should do a separate podcast training sometime, just the two of us just talking about life and I fun. Love it. Today, we want to help people work on the other half of every transaction. I think one of the, one of the great sort of missing elements mm -hmm. of sales training, consult, you know, consultative selling, which is working with buyers today. So let's start with, in your mind, what were the four things you did in the beginning that didn't work that helped shape what you're doing today? Start there. Yeah, I'll start there. And then just for a little bit of context though, I think coming into being a coach with Tom Ferry, the obsession of my entire career mm -hmm. and of all of the tribe was always on listing conversion. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, when I started as a brand new agent, I was highly trained and, and I had every skill set to convert uh, anyone who's thinking of selling into a, a contract and yep. into a close. Yep. And so I was clueless with what to do with buyers. Yes. And so that- I appreciate that honesty. Yeah, I was yes. like, I don't even know what to do, right? And yeah. in San Diego, I had to do open houses and I was terrible. Yes. And so what I noticed now two, you know, two, three years later was, wow, okay, here's the things that I was doing that totally wasn't working. Yes. So the first thing that I was doing was I was obsessing over getting people to sign in. Yeah. Okay. How am I going to get you to sign in? Where do I put the how thing? How am I going to close you to do, get you to, yeah, yeah. Do I put it over here? Do I walk away? Do I put the brochure here? What do I say? Yeah. Do the seller says you have to sign in? Yeah. You yeah. know, the lie of the seller has to sign in, but it's a vacant house. This is weird. You know, so there's all <laughs> kinds of funny sign in stuff that yes. goes on and it's, it's a distraction. The second thing is I was trying to qualify the buyer the moment I met them. Yes. And we're constantly like, qualify them, qualify them, qualify them. And the one phrase that I think every real estate agent should eliminate out of their head is, are you pre-qualified? Yes. That was like the stupidest question I've ever heard, yes. but I was doing it. Yes. Are you guys pre-qualified? Why, why did that not work? Well, because it's basic, it's just insulting. You need a little relationship before you start talking to people about finance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little no, bit okay, more. That, that's a great decision. So it's not that the question's a bad question. Yeah. It's just like, it, I always jokingly say, please just you know accept this for what it is, my friends. You meet somebody for the first time, and if you say, well, we should go to bed together, yeah. right? Like that, you might want to like build a little more rapport, have a dinner, ask yeah. a few more questions. <laughs> exactly. I'm probably never going to say that on the Tom Ferry show again, but you all know what I mean. Oh like, yeah, no, right? I love it. So, so I, keep going. And what that, else? And that's so true. So, and then the the third thing that I saw was I was obsessed over my automated follow up program. Yes. What CRM am I going to put them in? Is it going to be a text message, an email, a, a video? video? Uh, yeah, and should yeah. I do three a day, ten a day? You know, and it was like you know the ten days of pain and stuff. Suffering. And it was like, wait a minute, this is just so weird, right? And yeah. and none of that kind of weird? automated was working. What do you mean weird? Weird because it was like, I barely meet you and I'm trying to qualify, trying to get you. And yeah. then I'm putting you into an email sequence or some text message sequence. And for some reason, those were never working. Yes. Right. And I was like, okay, what is the deal here? Right. Yeah. It was driving me crazy. And then the, I think the fourth mistake was I was actually treating everybody as if they were in the transactional phase. This is big. Not 
the research phase. So which I was basically saying, hey, can I send you some off-market properties? You know, just like these types of offers. Yes. And people were like, no, I don't really care for that. And I was like, oh, darn it. You know, like, what's the deal? Yeah. So I think every agent can relate to those mistakes because we're all kind of obsessing over those four yes. things versus- now, now, But let me ask you, are you saying that those things are wrong? No. Not at all. It, it sounds like it's context specific, though, yes. especially because I think that last point we need. Let's let's unpack the last point. Sure. Are they in the research phase or the transactional phase? Yes. So what tell I us, tell us more about it and how do you what's the question you ask to discover? Like mm -hmm. help, help us understand that. So, yeah, I figured out one question that changed the game for me, and it was how familiar are you with this community, this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered was people were like, hey, I'm, well, I'm just here checking it out for the first time. Yeah, That immediately told me that they're just researching yes. communities and neighborhoods. And then if, I, if someone said, oh, well, I'm very familiar with this. Well, A, that might clue me into, are they a neighbor? And then B, the people that are really familiar, then the next question naturally was, well, how many properties have you seen in this community? Mm -hmm. And when they're like, oh, I've seen them all. Yes. And their game face on. Mm -hmm. We already know that's a transactional buyer. They are looking for the right house right now. Yes. Okay. So what I noticed is when I was offering kind of services and, and trying to get them for me as a buyer, the people that were in the research phase, they wanted something different. Yes. And the people in the transaction phase really wanted something very specific. Yes. And so when I changed the game, boom, I started getting way more showings. I started getting way more consultations because I was addressing where the consumer was at in the journey. Bingo. Yep. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I totally. love it. All right. So I know everyone listening, uh, I, I know you're getting this. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to break down the four KPIs. Um, that, he's, that he is paying attention to, he and his coach. And then we're gonna talk about strategy, tactics, and scripts where appropriate. So if you're taking notes, which I strongly recommend, um, we're gonna go through each one of these. And you might wanna start by asking yourself first, you know, where is the breakdown in my conversion, you with me, on these, uh, of these four, right? So the first one is increasing conversation, or excuse me, the first one is increasing conversion to conversations to ultimately appointments, yep. right? The second one is increasing the number of in-office buyer consultations. The third one is how do you reduce the number of showings to an offer written? And the fourth one is how do you get more offers accepted? Yes. So let's talk about the first one, Patrick, increasing conversion on conversations to appointments. Talk to less people, get more appointments. What's the strategy? So the strategy is what I noticed is what the consumer was attracted to. What are the buyers want from us as real estate agents when they're meeting us for the first time, either at an open house or an internet lead, it doesn't matter. And so I started to really think that through and eventually I came to three conclusions. Mm -hmm. Conclusion number one is, and you actually the one that kept telling me about this over and over again and t telling all of the Tom Ferry world, you're saying the consumer, the buyer is looking for the hyper local expert. So it took me a while to figure out what does that mean and how do I deliver that? Mm -hmm. And so 
when when I was doing an open house in my farm, in my neighborhood, the buyer would walk in and I'd say, hey, how familiar are you with, at that time I was living in La Costa Valley, Carlsbad, and they would say, well, not really very familiar with this neighborhood at all. And so then I would just start sharing with them. Oh, well, this is what's going on with the HOA. And by the way, I was taking my kid through the trails over here. It's so much fun. And then it's all walkability over here. And then, you know, the different models in this community are and the price points are. All mm -hmm. of a sudden, I started seeing people were leaning into me yes. and started to ask me a lot more questions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this is cool. So. I started experimenting with, okay, well, what do I share with the person that walks in the door that I know if they are a research phase buyer or even a transactional phase buyer that they don't know about this community? Yeah. And that I could share with them that will then cause them to be like, oh, he knows stuff that I don't know. Yep. Because they've been online and, and doing attractive. all the research, yep. right? Okay. Exactly. So the second thing that I noticed mm -hmm. was if I can demonstrate resourcefulness as a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean? Well, just think a uh, fix or flip, yeah. right? Yeah. So everybody loves these Bravo flip shows. And what do they love? They love to see people transforming homes mm -hmm. and they love to see the numbers break down. Yes. So as a real estate agent, because now that we have, you know, we fixed and flipped our last home and then we just bought a new house and completely remodeled it. Now, when someone comes through the door and, and they're looking at this property, I can say, hey, to replace those windows, here's how much it would cost. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the green carpet in, in the hallway. I got a guy who can mm -hmm. just remove that, no problem, that's no big deal. What I started noticing was when I could provide solutions to what I knew the buyers were gonna be a little frowning, they're like, oh, well, there's chips over there and that, and there's this and there's that and there's this and there's that. Yeah. And they over-exaggerate how much it's gonna cost to fix all that stuff. Mm -hmm. When I can kind of demonstrate subtly, oh, no big deal, we get that done. Psst. Before you even move in, this, that, and the other, Here, I got a guy, I got price, a guy. Here's the price, here's the cost, this is what it's gonna look like. They were like. The bones of the house are already X, let's oh, turn it into your dream home. Yeah, this is a killer mm -hmm. floor plan, this is a great location, yeah. we can transform this stuff for 15 grand before yeah. you move in, no problem. Yeah. All of a sudden, they were like, whoa, it's much better to be look, walking through a house with that guy yes. than it is, and it, the funniest thing I had was, I had this couple say to me, hey, I learned more in five minutes talking to you than I did all day looking at properties with this other agent. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, interesting. Consultative selling, yes. being the local expert yep. and having a unique factor that the average agent doesn't have. Exactly. And a lot of it, listen, a lot of agents are watching this saying, well, I know all that stuff and I do that stuff. And I guess I would say to you, are you acknowledging the impact that that's having? Yeah. Because that's what you're seeing here. Yep. What was number three? Number three was, um, gosh, what was number three, by the way? I, I Hyper-local expert. Yes. Resourcefulness versus the Oh, yeah, yeah. The last one is that there's some competitive advantage yes. working with you than anyone else. Yes. So again, this is what buyers are attracted to. Mm -hmm. So we got to think that one through, right? So do you offer something? You know, like I was talking to the great agent, Randy Orr, and we were just talking about, hey, what could we kind of offer to the buyer that there was a little incentive yes. to yes. work with us versus anyone else? Yes. Now, I also figured out, though, is if you're like, hey, 
I know this listing agent. I've already had a great conversation with them, mm -hmm. right? And they're like, oh, you know them. And I'd we say- We have a better working relationship. Yes, Our offers get accepted, yes. et cetera. So yeah. I was on a vacant property, a boutique broker's, I was on their open house, mm -hmm. which by the way, that's the secret to getting more open houses, by the way. All you new agents who are whining, I can't get an open house. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a few ways to do that, yeah. okay? So when I said, hey, I know the listing agent, I've already talked to them, I've discussed with them a little bit about market value, and so we've talked about kind of where the offers, I think an offer can get accepted. Boom, the buyers are like, whoa, well tell me about that. And hey, yeah, yeah. like, what is that? And then when I shared with them, like kind of what I would do to negotiate against the listing agent, they were like, oh, he's got a plan, he's got a strategy, mm -hmm. and he can help me get this property. Yes. Okay, so when the inventory was super low in the last couple of years, mm -hmm. the buyers were always looking for that advantage. That's why they were calling the listing agent. 100%, 100%. So we talked. We just talked strategy on increasing, you know, conversion, yep. uh, basically conversations to appointments, and you got three primary things. I know Mark is over here taking notes and it's all gonna be inside yep. our blog, I love it. Um, are there any scripts or any tactics that you found in, you know, tactical approaches to get to the yes or scripts to get to the yes. yes that's helped you. Yeah. So I found two questions to be super valuable. Mm -hmm. Number one was, has anyone reviewed with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So has anyone reviewed with you blank, blank, blank. So yeah. if you're in the research phase, the differences between community A, B and yeah, C. Exactly. Right. Research phase. Oh, well, you're looking at the cost of value for the first time. Cool. Well, have you looked at the greens? Have you looked at this? Has anyone taken the time to review with you the pros and cons of each one of those communities and what your purchasing power can get you and kind of what your deal breakers are? And what are they going to say? They're like, no. No yeah. one's done that because yeah. yeah. the only conversations we have in real estate are bedrooms, bath, price point, square feet. Are you pre-qualified? Do you want to go see it? You want to make an offer? Yeah. And I was like, that's just that that's annoying. Yeah. Right. So no depth. So has anyone reviewed with you? Blank, blank, blank. Now with go the, through your three blanks again, because you 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 ripped know, through three I and know. they were really good. <laughs> Purchasing power and the difference between the yeah. two communities. And what was the third one? And the third one was what are your kind of your lifestyle priorities yes. and deal breakers? Yeah. So say the three again. Yes. Well, I can't. I can't repeat. Oh man, put it beyond <laughs> the spot. So here welcome, we go. Welcome to here's the Tom Ferry Show. Yeah. Here's the three again. So number yes. one has is anyone has anyone reviewed with you the different communities and the pros and cons of those communities? Right. And that's very helpful to a research phase buyer. They're mm -hmm. like, no, like I want that because yeah. they don't want to be driving around town. They don't want to be spending two hours a night, you know, searching online to try and figure it out. Yeah. They if they can have one consultation with an agent to save them four hours and four weekends. Yep. Bam. And most of the good agents, you guys do that. This is amazing. Yes. Okay. The second thing is really purchasing power. What yeah. I noticed is so when we bought our house in Solana Beach, now, Solana Beach is a small beach community in San Diego. Yep. There are a certain number of types of properties you can get, and our purchasing power could only get us so far. So we had to make some clear distinctions around what type of property could we get in that community and how were we gonna make it work? Yes. So how was our purchasing power going to move the needle in that community? So a lot of agents, we, we, we know this, we talk about this, but it's not really inside a context that, that, that we kind of 
express powerfully to the yeah. consumer. Has anyone showed you yes. the differences in your purchasing power? Exactly. And the, yeah, yeah, love right. it. Totally. Right. Then the third one is really kind of lifestyle priorities mm -hmm. and deal breakers. Yeah. Right. What do you want to experience? And what? I love the deal breaker side. Like oh. I, would, I would overemphasize that. Totally. Like, and, and what are your deal breakers? Yeah. So you know, they know them, but they probably haven't expressed them, written them out and nope. actually had somebody take the time to help them totally. sort of codify that. Yep, exactly. And so what I, you know, and I just knew, noticed that like down the road with a buyer, and this is how I reduced the number of showings mm -hmm. to an offer yep. is because I started to figure out their deal breakers faster. Yes. Therefore I can say, let's not go look at that one. That's got this, that you don't get, you guys aren't going to want that. You're not yeah. going to like that. You're not going to like that. And then they were on the same page with me because they knew that I knew. Yeah. Right. And yep. so that was a little trick there. Now, one more little trick on the open house uh, when they came in. Mm -hmm. If you actually tell the deal breaker of the house to the, the guy, the person that just walked into the house, mm -hmm. they love it. Yeah. Right. You've been talking a lot about trust. Mm -hmm. Well, what's one way to get trust as a salesperson in a sales environment? You tell the deal breaker. And I said that one time I sold two properties from one open house. And I told I said, guys, look. This this lot right here has a weird angle, and y you know if you don't like the road noise above that, this is not going to be the right house for you. Mm -hmm. I said that to him, and they're like, as they're walking into the open house, as, as <laughs> yeah. no after our, I know, yes, I was sharing all the great <laughs> yes. stuff about the community, yeah. but I wanted to share that deal breaker. Yeah, bam, they yeah. were like, wow, we can trust him. Yes, it just moved the needle, and I was mm -hmm. like, that was cool. Yeah, okay, so deal breakers. Let's jump into one more little script that I mm -hmm. learned. Okay, yeah. and that is. Has anyone taken the time to do a buyer consultation with you yet? Yeah. Has anyone taken the time to do a buyer consultation with you yet? Because we all know, and all of the agents know this, they probably have four, five, six, seven agents sending them emails yep. with listings. Especially in the research phase. With Zillow yeah. and Redfin yeah. and everybody else. Yeah. So their yeah, yeah. inbox is full and everybody's talking about the same thing. Bedrooms, baths, square feet, price point, want to see it, want to see it, want to see it. Yeah. So if you can differentiate by saying, has anyone taken the time to do a buyer consultation with you yet? Yep. Bam. Now let's do one more script for the transactional phase buyer. Okay, I'm going to make you guys some money right now. Are you guys okay with that? Yes. Let's just do one script that makes a lot of people a lot of money in 2020. And yeah. that is, hey, has anyone taken the time to review all of the off-market properties to see if any of those would be a good fit for you? Because the transactional buyer, the person looking for the perfect home, that's what they want. Yeah. And their agent for sure hasn't done it, right? So now again, this whole give me, like- Give me the script again. Not, has has anyone? anyone taken the time to review all of the off-market properties to see if any of those would be a good fit for you? Yes. And, and off market is true off market, also expired, cancels, expired, withdrawn, cancels, withdrawn, super old. go back four yep. or five years. Yep. Right. You know, Carly did a transaction, just called, we just called the listing agent. Mm -hmm. Hey, right. What's up with that property? Oh my gosh. Well, we rented it and the tenant's going to be out in a month. Great. Can we show it? Boom. I did that with a, a real niche community in San Diego. I called the listing agent. I didn't call the homeowner. I didn't have time for that at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just need to get this buyer into a house. Called the listing agent. She was stoked. Boom, we did the deal. It was a $1.3 million off-market deal, right? I was like, this is great. So then I started adding that in, by the way, into my buyer consultation. Yes. 
and now I'm introducing them into things that other agents aren't doing. And then people were, now they're like, oh, you're the guy. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's let's go right to KPI. First of all, a lot of value there, Patrick. Yep. I love it. Number two was increasing the number of office buyer consultations. So I got two thoughts yep. here. You've given us a lot of scripts yep. that, that clearly are value added, that demonstrate trust, that demonstrate authority, that demonstrate uniqueness. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of that. I want to do two things here. Any scripts that you use additionally to get the consultation, specifically at the office. Yes. Because I'm imagining some people say, meet at the office. Yep. Right? And then secondly, I want you to run us through the process of the actual consultation. Yeah, so no problem. let's do the first one first. Any any scripts or things or wait, how do you handle the objection or the condition of, well, why are we meeting at the office? Yeah, it's I hear it all the time yeah. from my coaching clients. Yes. Oh, no, no one's ever going to meet you at the office. And yes. I was like... Uh, well, it happens all the time with me. I'm not sure. Yeah. And a lot of the great successful agents always are meeting people at the office. Yes. So it's just a, it's just a trend. So yeah. the bottom line is there's really no, I would say, sexy script for getting someone to meet me at the office. Yeah. It's really at this point. If How do you, you frame it? If you've demonstrated a bunch of these things and you mm-hmm. said, hey, let's get together at my office because what I want to do is I want to go through those prop those communities with you. I want to pull up Google Maps. I want to pull up all the properties. And I just want to walk through all of these things with you guys and do a deep dive. Yeah. I literally like... That wasn't even a script. That's just what I want to do with them. Yeah. And they're always a yes. Yeah. I remember I sent like a, a just a buyer that I'm closing on Monday. I sent him a text and I was like, hey, let's just get together in my office because I really want to just figure out what's important to you guys. It was mm-hmm. like so simple. So and I was like, let's meet there and let's spend an hour and let's just go through everything that's important to you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes, thank you. Yep. Perfect. Right. Perfect. So, the consultation is actually very easy. A lot yeah. of agents just have a mindset hang up really. Yeah. Okay. So, so walk us through it. So at the so let's just let's make sure we're clear. Okay, there is a the the research phase buyer consultation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just picked up a buyer just recently and I said I went and showed them it was my listing, they called. So I showed them the property first, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, I started talking to them about the different communities kind of running in, into that equation. And they were like, oh yeah, we're not sure about, you know, Santa Alejo Hills versus Forest Ranch versus Poway. And I said, you know what, instead of us just driving all over town, why don't we just get together and let's just talk about all those communities, the same script, boom. Mm-hmm. So we got in there, I sat down with them because they're clearly research phase. Yes. They're like, we're gonna come back in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. So now I don't have to go show them a bunch of properties. Let's go meet at the office. Okay. So we sat down with them and I said, guys, what's important to me is to understand really, really clearly what is your guys' ideal property, right? And I want to understand your lifestyle. Like, what are your lifestyle priorities here? What are the deal breakers? And then let's just review each one of these communities. Let's take a look at some of the things that are currently available and let's talk about those and let's figure this out. 
Love now, it. research phase buyers. So I just sat down and I pulled up Google Maps and I pulled up the MLS and I just pulled up all these things. And it's on, all like on a TV screen yeah. in front of them. And you're just like, so this is this and this is this and this is this. We and had what a question? blast. Yeah, exactly. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, literally, Tom, they walked out of the meeting. They're like, you're our agent. Like they just said it to me. They're like, you're our agent. Now, mm -hmm. uh, there was, uh, I think Chris, Chris Smith wrote a really good book, Conversion yes. Code. Yes. And in there, he said something very interesting to me. He said, dealing with online leads, the consumer, if they give you enough of their preferences, they'll give you the loyalty. Yes. They don't want to have to go through that again. No. I took no. them so deep on their preferences and mm -hmm. really what's important to them mm -hmm. that they're mine. Yes. Because they're like, I don't have to deal with that again with another agent. Yes. Right. Yeah. So why, why go work with someone that doesn't know all these things about me? I mean, it's exactly. just, it's, you, you created it, you made it convenient and easy for them. Exactly. So ideal property, lifestyle, deal breakers, buying power, mm -hmm. community by community. How long does the consultation take? You know what? That one took at about an hour. I'll be mm -hmm. honest. It take, if, if you do this well and you have a great time with them and you're, and you're clicking with the customer, yeah. you're, you're going to take an hour yes. and it's perfectly okay. They they are happy yes. because you're really just helping them to come clear mm -hmm. about what's important to them. That's what I want to ask you. And you are saving them a truck ton of time. How do you know when it worked and how do you know when it didn't? Uh, that's a great question. I'll be honest, and this is kind of where the KPI setup is yes. because what I noticed is, and I told you this the other day, it was so funny. I was like, look, every time i do a buyer consultation in the office i have closed those buyers yes every time i am bedrooms bath square feet listing alerts text message want to see it want to see it want to see it i i literally don't i have like horrible you, conversion over you're there. competing against zillow realtor yep. redfin and five other agents yes yeah. we can all do that much easier and much more convenient. That's a, that yeah. is actually a really good point because yeah. there's no way we can keep up with someone there. Yeah. So I, I figured out that we need to do a consultation in that research phase to gain that loyalty mm -hmm. and ultimately kind of position ourselves as the trusted advisor, as you've been saying, yeah. and that will secure us. The yes. biggest, you know, we, if we talk to, you know, a hundred agents and say, what's the problem with buyers? What's, what are they all going to say? Buyers are liars. Buyers aren't loyal. The, we, you know, it, it's, it's horrible that we even, everybody keeps reiterating the same mm -hmm. thing because it's mm -hmm. not always true. It's always us. Mm -hmm. At least that's my opinion. It's, you know, there's yeah. no, for me, I always say there's no bad audience. It means I didn't perform well, do my research. I didn't exactly. do what I was supposed to do. Um, uh, so just on transactional that, side. Yeah. So what's the, the difference between the trans, cause I'm clear okay, yeah, certainly yeah. on so, the, on the person that's in good. the so let's, research phase. Let's talk about transactional. Yeah. So some of the big issues in the low inventory market yep. was, you know, we were getting four five, six offers on a property. Yep. So I needed to debrief them on, Hey, we need to understand list price versus sold price. Yes. And so a lot of my Bay area clients, like mm -hmm. this is huge. You For have sure. to educate the buyer, mm -hmm. you know, cause a lot of those, like my Bay area clients, because they didn't have a conversation with them about list price versus sold price, they're like, oh, Patrick, this is the 10th offer I've written with the buyer. 
Yeah. And I'm like, at what point are you gonna sit down and have a conversation with them about list price versus sold price in that market? Yes. Right? And educate them. There and are no deals. Right. Exactly. Right? There are no there, deals. Yeah. I mean, it's- Help me get a really good deal. Oh, sure. Uh, there's two homes for sale in 100 buyers. Yes. Uh, okay. I like Maxine Gellin's live. There are no deals. Or she says, and then she laughs and says, the truth is any house you buy today in 20 years will be the deal of the century. Ooh, I'm, I'm stealing that. Right? I mean, it's, and you know, big shout out to Maxine Gellin's 82 uh, years old and, you know, been doing this forever. She's like, look, anything you buy today is going to yeah. be a deal in five or six years. Matter of fact, you should buy two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Perspective. Perspective. So, so I love Beautiful. it that it's so, very much around the list price to sale price let's conversation. Let's understand the market. Let's yep. understand list price to sold price so that you understand. Yep. And then let's discuss. But this is also where deal breaker buying power and all yeah. that stuff comes back into play because, totally. hey, if you're not willing to be competitive with your offer, yep. then what are the deal breakers or what, you know, yep. should we be, you know, edging down in our price range or in our expectations? Yep. Exactly. Or going outside of the market, you know, whatever it may yep. be. Yeah. And so that the the next thing, of course, is with the transactional buyers. I want to I want to review any of that research of the off market properties. Yes. And I could show them right there. I can go in the MLS and I'm like, look, this. You could see this is a withdrawn. This was a canceled. This was an expired. Let's take a look at some of these things. Yeah. And now again, I'm showing them stuff that no one else is showing them. So yep. they love me. Yes. Right. Now also the yikes buyer. Yeah. Okay? So. I, the world it, famous yikes campaign. The yikes campaign. Yes. So, and hey, by the way, high five to you. Carly just did another transaction. It was a one, Carly's his wife, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Carly, my beautiful <laughs> wife. She just, uh, we just closed on a $1.9 million buyer. Yeah. And, and it's a community of 80 homes. Mm -hmm. They love that community. She mm -hmm. created the flyer. Yeah. They went out, door knocked. Four people called her. Yeah. Four out of eighty. Yes, that's an insane response. It was incredible. What was the gist of the uh, of the the yikes for the people it, that don't it, know what the yikes letter yeah, is? It's, it's unpack that a little bit. Yeah, it's exactly. It was a great photo of the buyers. Yes, right, and a very simple message. These guys, you know, I am Carly. I'm a real estate agent, yeah. and these are my buyers, and they love this community. We've clearly identified that this is the one. There's nothing for sale currently. Would you please give us a call? We would love to talk to you about your home. Yes. Boom. I mean, yes. it's so simple, so yes. easy. Yeah. And it's bam. the world famous, like for for my veterans, it's the world famous magic buyer letter. Yeah. We just started calling it yikes because it was like, yikes, there's no homeless on the market and my buyer's desperate to live in your community. So love it. <laughs> yeah. I just Congrats did. Congrats to Carly. And yeah. You. Yeah. And I just did it yesterday. So I'm, this is on the transactional side. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, so part of your pitch is, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go find you the property that isn't on the market exactly. or was never on the market. Yep. Exactly. And then the other thing too is, let's talk about uh, what an offer needs to look like today yep. and how do we position mm -hmm. you as the buyer so that you're attractive to the listing agent. So now we're going into number three, which is how do we reduce the number yes. of showings, mm -hmm. right? To offers written, yep. right? Which exactly. we've covered a little of that. And then of course, how do we get more offers accepted? So yep. a little combination of the two. hundred percent. Cause that's, he, cause that's what the transactional buyer is looking for. Yeah. They're looking for that advantage. Yes. You give them the advantage, you show them what to do. They love you. They're loyal. You, you're, they're yours. Any other tap before we move to KPI three, any other tactics for the research phase 
uh, consultation versus the transactional phase consultation? Any, um, any subtle just, little language look, or? Let's look at a couple of the basics, which yeah. is <clears throat> our job is to get them to be set up into our world of our communication. So mm -hmm. I need to show them. So like I'll show them, hey, here's my CRM and I'm going to set up your save search right here. Let's take a look. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to do this or that, this or that? And now when you get That's it, actually beautiful. Yeah. Then yeah. when you guys get this email, this is a really important thing. I say, so here's the game. Okay. I want to be able to do the research on that perfect property and I want, and we need to be like the first ones on it. Okay. So if you see that listing before me, text me right away. Okay. Then I will then get at, right into action on trying to go <clears throat> talk to the listing agent, do my research so that by the time the weekend shows up, we're way ahead of everybody else. Yep. See, cause if you go to the open house and you never communicated with me and then you're now calling me on Sunday night or Monday morning, I'm already at a disadvantage because now the listing agents probably already talking to a few of the buyers. And then now I, I might lose your perfect home. So you and I need to be on the same page. I'm going to set you up on these, on this system. And then you and I are going to be really on top of, if you see it first, text me. If I see it first, I'll call you. Mm -hmm. We are a team. team. Oh, that's really okay. good. So Love it. it's really important to set up that team and then, hey, here's the action plan, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we've been in coaching and, and consulting for our entire lives. So yes. it's like, hey, coaching clients, here's by the, the way. Here's the action plan. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, here's what we need to do this yes. week, right? Here's yeah. your homework assignment. Yeah. Give them some homework assignments yep. and, and say, hey, here's what you're going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Very simple stuff. But it's just the things that work, right? In every, it's interesting. I just met with um, uh, a financial planner yesterday, right. a tax accountant yesterday, and they literally did, like they gave us all this information that was super valuable for us, stuff that I'm interested in. You know, I'm mm -hmm. always trying to figure out. You know, like I, I want to be ahead of the curve on that stuff, right? right. And, and they said, okay, so here's your homework assignment. I'm going to send you three articles that I want you to read. And I want you to tell me which of the three best represents the future for you and Kathy. Nice. So then we know the path we can take you down and we're not going to waste our time or your time on anything else. And I was like, I'm so stealing that. Yeah, that was a great line. I, I mean, but it's no different from saying to the, you know, to yes. the, to the, you know, uh, research phase buyer, hey, you seem to be unclear on the things that are the non-negotiables or the things that are the deal breakers. Right. Why don't you guys just go back and think about like, like answer this question, like what can we not live without and what can we not stand? Yep. And if you guys can just answer that, then I can narrow the focus and really serve you and only show things that make sense for yeah. you. Like th those kind of follow up assignments, yeah. right? And I think, I think it's a, just to stress one point. I think when I talk to a lot of my coaching clients, they really underestimate mm -hmm. and I've heard it a bunch of times yes. from a lot of leaders. Yes underestimate the value of us saving the consumer time. Yes. Like people, people are out there searching hours at night looking for this property. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the agents are, they're like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, they should just be looking at a lot of properties. And then when they're ready, call me. When you're ready, it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a 30 minutes, you could save them hours and hours of stress at night yeah. and get them into a contract way yeah. faster on a better home, right? So, it, you know, it's much, I mean, everything gets better 
when we meet with them face to face. Always, always. So let's go to the third one. How do we reduce the number of showings to offer written? And it almost feels redundant now because we've yep. we've kind of covered a lot of this. Because if you're if you but go I'm gonna, through all of their consideration sets, I'll add one thing to that, which please. is, I, you know, hey, I'm Patrick Ferry, and I got all these cool strategies of mm-hmm. how to you know manipulate the situation so I can get what I want. So I started reading a lot of Chris Voss's books. Yes, and I was like. I am going to negotiate. This would be awesome. Whoa. Right? So it was so funny. But what happened was, is I started aggressively negotiating on behalf of my buyers. And that's not necessarily what they wanted. Yeah. So I realized to say, just to ask them, hey. Like you just wanted to use all the tactics you just Oh, learned. I was so excited. Okay. I love, I love so the honesty about that. So it's just ask them, yes. hey, what are your expectations of me in yes. negotiation? beautiful question. And, and what do they share with you when you ask that? You know, what's interesting is a lot of them are really, they don't know how to address that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but it does open up the conversation mm-hmm. and they start to kind of go, okay, yeah, we should talk a little bit about this tactic and strategy. Mm-hmm. Cause in a transactional phase consultation, I actually cover, Hey, here's what we need to do in your offer to present you and that's where we talk yeah. about. Let's talk about concessions. Proof and funds. Talk about, yeah, yes. Right. And, and, yep. and then let's talk concessions because it's yep. not always about price. There's terms yep. that we can use yep. and manipulate. Timing. Here. Do they, you need mm-hmm. to move in right away? Can they exactly. keep the property a little bit longer? Yep. Right. And I go, yeah. So anyways, it's a lot of fun when we really get into the details of this stuff yeah. and we start to actually leverage it. So I just noticed that now I actually ask better questions when I'm, when I'm in that making the offer. Yes. So I just had a buyer who you know, they were really aggressive in their negotiation. Mm-hmm. I literally teed them up on a perfect deal. I had a verbal acceptance, $9,000 less than what it actually closed for. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, they $9, were- $9,000 less than it closed for and the deal fell that, apart. And then Meaning they, you, that my clients yeah. were, were, they were too upset with the response from the seller. Yeah. Hello, yeah. right? And I then, when the seller came or the listing agent came back to me and said, "Hey, we'd be willing to accept," I went back to my buyers and they were like, "No." And then two months later, it went under contract and I was like, "Oh, we had nine thousand dollars less than the acceptance, right?" But it was a lesson that I, when I looked at what how my buyer was trying to be super aggressive, and I and I wasn't leading the show there mm-hmm. with a negotiation, but. The other day they said, Hey, Patrick, by the way, you just tell us what we should offer on this next one. Yeah. And that was perfect. So, you know, on the KPI of less offers, more acceptance, Mm -hmm. they, I only had to write one offer with them that didn't work out this next one. I'll get an acceptance because now they're like more appreciative of me because I'm having that conversation with them. What are your expectations of me in negotiation? So that stuff's very powerful, Mm -hmm. works really well. And then if you activate any of the Chris Voss cool stuff, it's really fun. By the way, if you haven't gone back through and listened to the entire Chris Voss interview that Yeah, your interview with him was awesome. And then his talk at Summit was Uh, just unbelievable. I would just, I would literally just dig back through all of that, get his book, get the audio, do, do the free download. It's bananas. Okay. Let's go to the fourth one, which yeah. is, uh, and again, you know, you're, we're, we're jumping ahead into a lot of this, but the fourth KPI that you're tracking is increasing accepted offers, Yep, exactly. right? Writing less offers, getting more yeses. Uh, any additional strategy tactic that you want to share? Cause again, it's all kind of blending together here. Yep. It is not and making that wrong. Just, you know, it's been beautiful. You're sharing exactly. a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So I think the, the final piece to that puzzle is really helping the, the buyer to understand mm-hmm. that your job is to sell them to the listing agent and the seller. 
Bingo. So if How do you I, set that up? Well, you know, I just, you know, and I think all the top agents can relate to this. Yes. We get an offer from a, from an agent just an email yeah. with nothing on it. Yeah. You don't know. No them, call. No cover letter. No, no text notes. message. No nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when, when it was really bad and there was multiple offers, top listing agents would be looking for, because, and I explain this to the buyer. I mm-hmm. say, look, the, what happens in, you know, in the California contract is the, is the sellers are really on the hook. If they accept your offer, they're really kind of stuck with you. Now you could back out at any time. Mm-hmm. So what, I, what, if we're in competition, I need to position kind of a buyer profile. I want yes. a letter from you. Mm-hmm. Of course I want your proof of funds. Of course mm-hmm. I want, you know, not a prequal letter. I want a pre-approval letter yeah. because- This is the competition package. Yes. Right? I love that competition yeah. package. Yes. Because now I got to sell you to that listing agent. If yeah. we are in competition and I tell them, I said, look, as a top listing agent, sometimes my seller would be willing to accept a little less if we can have a better relationship with the buyer or we have more evidence that says they are actually more stable, more committed. Less concessions, yes. most likely to close. Yes. Do you ever bring up stats like the number of transactions that go together that fall apart? So Do you use that at all in your consultations? I don't, but man, it's. Uh, I know at our, at our office they covered it and, they, and the numbers are horrible. Give us an example. Um, you know, I think, I don't know what the numbers were, but I mean, it, I think it'd be, I think everyone should be looking at what those stats are right now, because mm-hmm. that's a good, like in the office discussion, it of, is, of that's getting, a killer office yeah, meeting, not, not a motion quantitative, like on average, how mm-hmm. many offers that came together yeah. that fell apart? Cause I've seen that stat and I don't want to misquote it because the national association of realtors have done it. I've seen a Florida association of realtors stat. I think CAR did a stat on this as well. It's, it's an important discussion. To have yeah so keep going yeah it and then i think that uh, kind of wraps up a lot of this conversation whereas mm-hmm. if we th- let the consumer think that this is easy mm-hmm. that's not good for us no and the reality is if you look at the numbers it's it's bad right yes. i mean you know if you just met a random agent off the street and they have a low level of skill set and they're not doing thorough consultations and gaining that loyalty mm-hmm. that trust and they're not educating as steve harney and you have always been yeah. talking about yeah. become that you know the educator if you're not doing that and then there's failure after failure on the buyer's part, yeah. that's not good. Yeah. They don't know yes. how much failure is is in existence right now with the offer to close. Yes. Big problem. Yeah. Right? So education, education, and then now let's just if we wrap all of this yeah, up. Let's just wrap yeah, let's wrap it up. How, We're talking about all these like how many more referrals will we get? Yes. Because we spent more time gaining that trusted advisor position yes. with our buyers. Yes off the charts yes. okay one i'm gonna do one last thing too and that is um the biggest problem that i see and i am guilty mm-hmm. is i've done too much education on the go after a showing hey i just want to tell you about via text message hey you know we should know this dropping pearls of wisdom that fall flat that fall flat. Yep. You is that what yes, we're saying? Absolutely. Does everybody get that? Like you have this killer thing, but it falls flat in a text, in a quick email, in a fast-paced environment. It's versus. Yep. Versus. Yeah. A, a, a in-office formal meeting, a yeah. formal consultation. Yes. One of my top uh, coaching clients, and the longest one I've had. Right. Mm-hmm. And he kills it with buyers. And I was having, I was confronting him. I said, "Look, Mike." 
you're, I said, when are you teaching people all the cool stuff that you know? He's very successful with buyers. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I just do it at the house. And I'm like, man, I, would, I wonder how many more referrals because his referral count from his past clients very low interesting oh, so he gets him the deal but there's not oh. that there's not that emotional value driven connection interesting he's a stud at getting him the property yes. and they know it right like yes. when they're with him they're like wow he's really good yes but his his referrals from his past clients is, is so weak and i'm kind of like hey i think it's because you're not setting that formal meeting at least one come yes. on mike yes right yeah, yeah, yeah come on mike all right okay so wrapping it up yeah Let's do it. Coach, friend, brother, advice. What are the what are the three, four things you want everybody in our community, everyone that's taking the time to watch this, what are the three, four things you want them to do? Yeah. So I get I think first is listen to this a couple times. Yeah. Take some notes on a few of the scripts. Yeah. You know, start to figure out. So that's one. And then number two is okay, on your next open house mm -hmm. is do a little bit more homework before the open house. Yeah. yeah. And not a little bit. Do a lot. Yeah. And actually start to think through, okay. What's up with this community? What's the pros and cons of this community? What's the unique factor of this community? Can I share, uh, you know, kind of some of the, what your purchasing power gets in this community, mm -hmm. different floor plans, yeah. you know, kind of the, everybody struggling with the, the, the t early 2000, you know, oak cabinets, white, you know, yeah. tile, yeah. you know, everyone's struggling with that because the buyer's looking at it like, oh, that's too expensive, but you got the killer community. You're in the bitchin' school district. But the consumer now has to take that into consideration. Yep. So start to think through on your next open house, what can you share with them that's resourceful, that makes you the hyper-local expert, that there's a little advantage working with you. And I promise you, if you spend an hour mm -hmm. in some research and prep, you're gonna crush it. Yeah, and the flaws in the property. Yes. Right, I love that one too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so number one is re-listen. Number two is pre-open house, yep. go deep dive prep, really become the local knowledge, you know, knowledgeable expert, especially if you're not. Yep. What's number three? Number three, I would say is, you know, make sure that you're, you, you really take a look at the Tom Ferry buyer consultation script. It's mm -hmm. really good. Yes. And I think a lot of people are, are kind of breezing over that yep. because they want to get the listing. Yes. Right. Yep. And they're all like, well, teach me how to get another listing. And yep. they're not spending enough time to getting really good with the fundamental script. And then number, the next part to that mm -hmm. is make sure you have a, a, a cool uh, buyer consultation environment set up. Yes. Right. So like I've got the killer office, the conference rooms with the big screens. So kind of get your consultation flow environment set up mm -hmm. so that when the experience, yes, the experience, exactly. yes. yeah, so that that would be, I think, the major, major point. Right. Cool. Get that script down. Right. Then go get your consultation environment set up and we'll be rocking and rolling. Outstanding, man. Make a bunch of money. Patrick, you know, obviously, guys, you're watching this, and I'm sure, you know, I probably should have led with this just of how how proud I am of you. Thank and, you. And, you know, as my, I, I, I made this commitment to my, tell my wife, I'm not going to call you my little brother anymore since he's taller than I am, but, you know, yeah. by a few years. It's all good. But Patrick, I'm super proud of you. Thank you, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you, uh, best email or best way to reach you in San Diego. 
Yeah, I would, uh, you know, obviously, you know, find me on Facebook and yep. find me on Instagram. Yep. You know, I'm Patrick Todd Ferry. Yes. I didn't know there was a bunch of Patrick Ferries out there, but, oh, you know, yes. oh, you know yes. so it's Patrick Todd Ferry. And then, you know, the best email is very simple. It would be Patrick Todd Ferry at gmail.com. That's kind awesome. of the universal easy one for yeah. everyone to get a hold of me. And, uh, you know, come down to San Diego. We're in Solana Beach. So if you're going to come to the belly up and come see a show or come hang out, come hang out with me. That'd be fun, <laughs> right? Let's go. Let's have a great time. And <laughs> warning, you may have like 6,000 people going, oh, where's the belly up? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and thank you, Tom, because, yeah. you know, before I jumped in with you, I was limited with the number of, of strategies that I could play with. Yes. Now I get to play with all of them and it's so much more fun. And mastering this buyer part has been a blast because yes. it's going to increase, you know, the, the client acquisition it's a lot cheaper and the lifetime value of that buyer mm -hmm. is significant. Who's going to sell later? Who's going to refer you more? Yeah. It's, you know, cause and effect, baby. It's awesome. So thank you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Love you, man. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember always your strategy matters. And now more than ever, the superpower of a consultative approach with your buyers is what rules the day. See you soon. Nice. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.